Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training? A church or nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services? Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker? Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching? Great. Great. You You are are part part of our our C factor. factor. That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services. Are you ready to be about that life? That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings. We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services. Please contact us for a free consultation at livethatlifenow at gmail.com. And remember to live live that that life life now. Happy holidays. Welcome back to part two of Presence and Presence. Let's dive right in. Sometimes... Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. One of our uh, scriptures, part of our mission vision is Psalm 1611, mm-hmm. where it says, Thou will show me the path of life in thy presence. In mm-hmm. thy presence is fullness of joy. And so what we're saying is being present brings joy to the world, Mm -hmm. joy to your family. Mm -hmm. We celebrate this time of the year celebrating new life. A child was born. And so let us remember being present is big. You know, there's a story in the Bible Mm -hmm. where, you know, Mary and Martha, Mm -hmm. and they were at the house with Jesus, and, you know, th- these are things that happen in real life with families it, oh, it's, it's where relevant. they fall in and fall out. Yes. Uh, but it's true. It's true where Mary and Martha saw things two different ways. Yes. I mean, I love this story because, for me, it's a reminder. It's a balance check, mm-hmm. you know, to keep balance. But I love the story. Martha was, you know, Jesus was visiting. Martha was distracted. With, you know, all the preparations. We all know the things that go into when you have guests in your home. You're trying to be a good hostess. You know, you're trying to serve people. You're trying to make sure everything is good. And so she was distracted with that and, you know, got upset (laughs) with her sister because she felt like she wasn't helping um, and things like that. But, you know, her sister, Mary, was more um, concerned with the fact that I'm going to be present in this moment. I'm going to relish in the fact that I literally have Jesus present with me. Right. And and this is, you know, this is a good story even for this time of season because you got to remember, everybody does and serve. Mm -hmm. This is the key. Everybody serves differently. Mm -hmm. 
Martha believed that she needed to make sure Jesus had everything he needed mm-hmm. from food, water. Her her thing was serving. Yes. Him. Mary was caught up and gazing and felt like I needed like, to watch him. Yeah. I needed to see every word that came out of his mm-hmm. mouth. I needed to see the way his hands moved. I needed to gather everything. And, you know, in this story, in my opinion, looking at both Mary and Martha, nobody was wrong. It's just both of them felt they needed to serve or satisfy or get mm-hmm. from Christ what they needed. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with us today. Some of us go to church. Mm-hmm. Some of us go to church. We be so busy running around doing mm-hmm. stuff in we the church. We're not sitting enjoying We're the, not service. Sitting We're enjoying not getting the to service. Some of us don't physically go into the building. We all have a way to do it. And that's uh that's everybody has their right. And right. so the thing with Martha, Martha got kind of frustrated because she wanted Mary to help and do some work. And Mary say, do you see who's in the house? Right. <laughs> do exactly. you understand what's going on? We should all be sitting, watching, and waiting. But then in Martha's mind, if we all up and sitting and waiting and watching, then the master doesn't eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't be replenished by food. Mm-hmm. So my point is we all have our right and what we think and being present in the way we need to be and be fit. But don't get discouraged because other folks are not serving and doing the way you right. think they and should do. And then also, again, balance. You know, for all of us during any time of the year, but particularly during this time, don't get so caught up with the things of, you know, life. So whether that's picking kids up from games, doing work, getting, uh, putting up the Christmas lights, making sure you have all the decor outside, making sure you bring cookies to the the kids' school for the Christmas party, making sure you buy the matching pajamas and you buy the matching sweaters and, you know, all these things that, that we do. Don't get so caught up in that that you forget to sit at Jesus' feet. Or in this case, too, not only sit at Jesus' feet, but that you sit with your family or you sit and give yourself a moment. Be present. Be in his presence. Be Have them truly be in your family, be in your presence. Exactly. You know, be present with yourself. Take a moment for yourself. So let's not, regardless of what we do, the things we know we have to do, the ways we serve, you know, these things that we know we want to get done, don't get so distracted and caught up with it that we are not fully present. Yes. So, because we've all had opportunities yeah. where, you know, we've missed some opportunities that were just simply in that moment because we weren't fully present. Right. We were so busy. We know, we all know people that in this time of season, holidays, whatever it is, they love to cook. Mm-hmm. They love to cook. And that's what Martha was. She loved to cook. She loved to serve. And so many times you up three, four days cooking, uh, preparing, baking. The day of, you're you're making sure the mm-hmm. table and everybody is served. But like you're saying, when do you have a moment to enjoy the company, mm-hmm. the people, to have conversations, to be present with them? Mm-hmm. And so we want those that love to serve and do to do sit what you do. and allow us to have conversation with you, Mm -hmm. to sit and sup with you, to enjoy you because you're more than just the cake baker. Mm -hmm. You're more than just the dressing maker. You know, we we don't want to just remember you when, ooh, I missed those cakes or I I missed her spaghetti or different things. We want to remember the conversations we've had with you at this time. So like you said, it's balancing. Yes. 
so many times, uh, one of the things we look at examples of when we're not being fully present, and that's multitasking. I, that's me. Multitasking. <laughs> we we <laughs> and today we're on the phone. We're we're texting. We're reading. We got the TV on. It's it's so much, mm-hmm. and we even having a conversation with somebody right there. How are we truly, truly mm-hmm. being present at that time? Exactly. And so when you are multitasking, like you said, you're not truly present. You know, multi- multitasking can be okay. You know, you're doing house chores. You're like, oh, let me put this load of laundry in. You know, and while that's in the laundry, I'm going to start dinner. Those types of things. That's fine. Um, you know, or watching TV while you cook dinner, listening to our podcast while you cook dinner. Those types of things. Listening to sermons while you cook dinner. That's fine, but we really do have to be conscious of it, you know, um, if we're doing it when someone we love is near us and trying to get our attention, trying to have a conversation with us. You know, I see, um, I've seen people, you know, they're trying to help their kids with homework and they're like on their phones doing, and so they're like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, that's right, yeah, do that. And they're like on their phones. Um, I've seen, you know, where they're asking the kids, how was your day? And they're listening, but they're not listening. Selective attention. Yeah, because they're on their phones. And so we have to be really careful with that. I know, like, I'm a multitasker, and but I, I'm conscious and I can admit that when I am multitasking, I, that means I'm not giving 100% to any of the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because if I am watching TV... Um, but then I have my laptop in front of me and I'm working on something on my laptop or have my phone in front of me, I can't give 100% to the TV if I'm looking at my laptop. True. Or if I'm looking at my phone. It's just not possible. And so I am conscious of that. And so when we're multitasking, we're only giving a portion of our attention to someone or whatever it is that we're doing. And, and it's, you know, it's more so when it's someone who loves us and they're looking for our attention. They desire full. our full attention, yes. but yet we're only giving them a portion of it. We have to be careful even when we're with ourselves, by ourselves. We are people that get caught up in our past. Mm-hmm. And so I always say sometimes we overthink Mm-hmm. And so we could be so doing that, you're something. You're right. That's another I, example. I just, I just did a presentation this week for a group and talking about self-care. Mm-hmm. And I entitled it Self-Care, an Emotional Journey. And one thing I told them is so many times we could be just overthinking, mm-hmm. looking at the past and so worried and stressed about the past, for whatever it is, past Christmases, past life, money that you used to have that you don't have this, we lose the present. Yep. We lose the present time. We we lose the, the family and friends we have. We could get so caught up on people that we lost. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Grieving. Uh, we, we was... Especially this time of si- year. Literally sitting there talking to, uh, talking about, and maybe it was talking to <laughs> my mother yes, last, last night. night. <laughs> and then uh, Steve Harvey came on, because, you know, we always got the radio or something playing Pandora. And he started talking about Sister Odell. And I said, oh, my God, my mother loved this joke with <laughs> Sister Odell because she said there were some people in our church <laughs> she would claim with Sister Odell. But it was amazing how we could take that moment and think about a person. Yes. And then something comes to that literally a, a story or a thought or something that reminds you of. And that's a good thing. The bad thing is, is we sit for minutes. Mm-hmm. 
to ours. Mm -hmm. And in a thing, uh, a sadness comes. We have to, at this time of season, remember the good. As we gave the scripture earlier, thy presence is fullness of joy. I truly believe. There's joy in the present. And and this is key. And Mm -hmm. I hope this, this, resonates to somebody that have lost people. We've lost a lot of people due to COVID. Mm -hmm. I hope this resonates that my mother is still forever with me. Yes. Now, people can say, well, how do you know that to be fact? Because I could feel her presence, just like last night, us just talking about her, thinking of things, and then something like that happens. That's a confirmation that I'm still here. I hear you. I'm with you. (laughs) And so I want people to pay attention to that in this season when you're feeling kind of down and out that the presence of those that you lost are forever with you. Yes. And so when you, I like like what you're saying, when you are, you know, um, thinking about the past or worrying about the future, Mm -hmm. you know, to the extent that, you know, you are consumed with that, it robs you. It overtakes you. Yes. And it robs you of the gift of this of moment. the joy. And you, you know, cannot. The joy that comes with yes. being in the presence of God, in the presence of your family members, being present with yourself. And so if you're consumed with that, it literally robs you of that. And so I think that was a good point, especially with the grief, yes. because that can be really hard, you know, when you think about the future and the things that, you know, these people won't be here to experience and you know, we, we've heard a lot of that. Um, the other thing is, if you're dwelling on the past or worrying about the future, we saw it during the pandemic a lot where people could not stop to see, what am I supposed to be learning in this moment? Right. Like, this is a literally a moment in history, mm-hmm. and all I can do is focus on when is this going to be over? When are we going to get back to quote-unquote normal? You know, and so some people could not pause to really take in and absorb what was happening around them because they were so busy not being present because they were worried about, you know, what has been 2019 and what the future looks like. Right. Some people, and, and it's the reality, we do not like change. Mm-hmm. We do not like to adapt, and it really exhausts us. You talked about self-care, and that's another way that we're not being fully present as if we're exhausted. Yeah, and and, and this is crazy. Uh, (laughs) We exhaust ourselves. We drain ourselves. Mm -hmm. You can say, sit here and say, well, people talk about me, people lie on me, people do this. People are going to be people. But you drain yourself when you believe what they say. Or you worry about what they say. Or even at this time and season when you don't have and can't do, you begin to just lose all type of energy and you don't want to go nowhere and you don't want to do nothing. You don't want to be present with anybody because you feel you're not good enough. Uh, You don't have enough. What do you have to offer? All those things. One thing I want to talk about is we need to learn to be present first. As we just mm-hmm. talked about self-care, how about how can our listeners at this time of season be present with self? So I saw this quote that says, I will never have this version of me again. So let me slow down and be with her. I loved it because it's so true. We're so focused on 
when I get this or when I do that, that you're missing the opportunity that you have right now. You know, it's like, I need to be present with myself because I'm never going to have this version of myself again. And so I need to enjoy her now and be with her now and spend time with her now because tomorrow is going to be a different version of me. And that is so true. And and even, I don't know about people, but I've had moments where I didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Literally, I mm-hmm. was at moments where I didn't like what I was doing, who I was, mm-hmm. and this and that. I was still functioning, but I I wasn't liking mm-hmm. me. And so, but that quote is still real. I need to still be present with the me yes. I don't like. Even the me I don't like. Yes, and it is Because I don't so want to get here again. And that's I the key. I need to be present I gotta and understand. Be in attention mm-hmm. with this me I don't like. So I could never feel this feeling again. Think about it. And this is fact for me. If I can be present with whatever I'm thinking and feeling that got me exhausted of this some kind of way, mm-hmm. and maybe other folks, I'm sure at that time I'm stinking to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, th- mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's folks that's not liking me as I'm not liking myself. Mm-hmm. But at least I know I- I'm conscious of what I'm doing or where I'm at. And so as long as your quote said, I will never have this version of me again. Mm-hmm. I will never allow myself, myself, it ain't about the other folks at mm-hmm. this moment. I will never allow myself to be here. So what do I need to do? I always use this quote, stop, look, and listen. Mm-hmm. I need to stop and look at myself. I need to stop. I need to really look in the mirror mm-hmm. and see who I am, good, bad, and indifferent. And then I need to adapt I need to change my ways or wait for a change to come from a higher power. I talked about this this week. I need serenity. I need a true serenity because I might not be, it may not be in my power to change some things. So I need to be able to wait. But those things I can change, I need the wisdom and the courage to be able to do it. I love it. And many people just don't want to sit with themselves and actually be present with themselves and do that self inventory. Again, I talked about that you're too. Is because so. you know why? Then denial. Mm-hmm. They in denial. Uh, in <laughs> denial, or you at, just don't want to face. Like you just, you know, it's there. You know that you stink. Right. You let's know, let's to yourself, talk about but Malik. You just don't want to deal with it. You well, you got me into the game <laughs> so we can watch the new game. So I had to go all the way back because I never watched the game. So I he went we, back to season one. Yeah. So I think we like in season five now. No, we're in like seven. Okay, but Malik, remember after he, I guess his arm, he, he can't play no arm. more. So he's sitting there in the house really stinking. He hasn't done anything. He's down on himself. And you know that because when anybody walk in the house, they like... And someone <laughs> mentioned it to him and he was just like, no, like, I just want to sit here, right. you know, in my smells and just and just be in this smell. Right. And anytime anyone walked in, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> you, you need know? to take a bath, right. <laughs> and so naturally as well as physically as well as spiritually, sometimes you just... You're just there, and you need to pay attention. I love the quote. You need to you need to pay attention to where you are, and then that's that's the good thing is after a while, people kept saying it. When you see people where they are, you still have to encourage. You still have to chest as you mm-hmm. have to give. They kept, but the thing about it, they kept encouraging him to be 
present mm-hmm. to take in, okay, we know that this is what, this seems to be your new reality. What can you do right. within this new reality? Because you what can't can you do throw now? the ball no more. Right, you can't but go back. But what can you do? And you don't need to sit here and, and dwell on the future that, okay, football is no longer a part of my future. You to reinvent yourself. So reinvent yourself. What can you do right now? There are things we still, the people in his life, they still desired his full presence. And so one of his friends said, they're honoring me. I need you. I need you here in this moment with me. And so then they started telling him, you know, for him, what are your other goals? What are things you desire to do in this moment? You know, and so that's a good point. He needed to find the better version of him. Because it's like, I will never have this version of me again. So I need to sit in this version because guess what? I couldn't go back to old Malik, the football star. I don't know what the future Malik looks like. And even if this arm heals... Once this arm heals and I'm able to throw that football again, I'm back all in with football. So this moment in time, this snapshot of this Malik, I will never have this version of me again. So what do I need to do in this moment? And so that's what I I want our listeners to understand. You you have to find the better version of you. Yes. You have to... You people like Malik, people were looking for him for more than just that. They mm-hmm. needed him for more than that. Just people need you for more than just the one thing that like you, you can't said, do the, no the more. Cake and yeah, whatever it is. People need you, but they need you to be whole. Mm-hmm. They they need the best version of you. They uh, the quote is the cup half full or half empty. They need the cup half full. Mm-hmm. They need the positive part of you. You will be amazed at what people take from you when you give fully of yourself. The key is sometimes we don't know how to do that. Right. But when you actually take the time and you sit with yourself and you're present with yourself, the people around you get a better version Roman of you. Romans says, present your body. Present. Mm-hmm. Present. Be a living Offer. sacrifice mm-hmm. for your family, your friends, and those, but most important, for yourself. Exactly. Now, how can we do this for others? So, you know, we talked about the fact that we need to be present for ourselves and that once we are fully present for ourselves, we are a better version of us for other people. Mm -hmm. So we're able to be, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually present and available to the people in our lives. And so, or whatever it is that we're doing in that moment, we can really not only be in attendance, but we can have our full attention. That's powerful. Yes. Yes, I love that. So, you know, when you do that, when you give someone the gift of your presence, because that's what it is. It's a gift. Yes. When you are able to fully give something or someone your full attention, you are not only acknowledging that your presence is a gift, but that their presence is also a gift. Because your presence is so important to me, I'm going to come you know, at full attention with you. I'm going to come giving you all of me and that I'm I'm really present. I'm really intentional about the time that I'm spending with you. We talk about price change. We did an episode on price changes mm-hmm. and today's price is not yesterday's prices. We know in a world that if you invite certain people to come, not even to speak to any event, you have to pay them. Mm-hmm. You have to pay. What are you paying for? They're present. And so you have to think of that when you go somewhere, not so much that you're looking to get paid, but that you're worth something Mm -hmm. when you show up. 
and be fully present. So go acting like they're giving you $10,000 to show up. That means give it your all. Go in there. Yes. I see on social media that in these clubs, I used to wonder when people would say certain like social media influencers or whatever, they do club appearances and they're getting paid all this money. And I'm like, 20 minutes. I'm like, they're not a enter a performer like what are they doing but it's literally like i said 20 minutes sometimes it's just a walkthrough yep. 20 minutes like you need to go sit in vip for at least 30 minutes or whatever they're literally just there it's just their presence because they've the already fact, gave info commercials saying i'm going to uh, be at this club yeah, yeah so there is literally just their presence we talked about in our episode, The Ministry of No, we said, one of the things we said is that when you create boundaries and you start saying no to things and you're not stressing yourself out, overwhelming yourself, that when you actually say yes to something or someone, oh, your yes becomes <laughs> sacred. Exactly. Because you know, because Same I'm not piling up my scripture, right. my, my, when I'm, because I'm not piling up my time with all these things that I really don't want to do, that I'm doing out of obligation or I'm overwhelming myself, when I actually say yes to something, now you have my full attention, my full time. I'm giving you all of my energy. And so that's what the people around you deserve. Yes. If you're going to show up to something, if you're going to be in relationship or in conversation with them, they deserve that version the of you. The whole version. Yes. That's good. Ways to help you be more present. Let's talk about that. So one of the things that you can do to help you be more present is to make a decision like to consciously focus or consciously unfocus. So what I mean by that is you can say, I'm going to go hard, like I'm giving this my full attention. Or you can say, this is going to be my time where I'm consciously unfocused. So for (laughs) me, you know what that means. That's mindless TV. Like I don't want to focus. We talked about this on another episode. We have TV shows that we watch where you have to really pay attention, you know. Um, And so if I'm going to watch that, I'm consciously focused. But if I know I don't want to focus too hard, like I can watch some other TV show where it's mindless TV and I can just laugh, relax. So you can do that with other things too. You can have time periods where it's like, okay, I'm going to consciously focus on this for an hour and then I'm going to consciously unfocused. Good. Time management is big. Mm-hmm. We all need to find time for self mm-hmm. and for others. And when you when you really manage the time, we're talking about focus time, as you just said. It eliminates real some of attention. that multitasking. Yeah. Yes, yes. So now you don't have to multitask as much because you you know sharpened your time management skills. So now you can be truly present in the things that you do have on your schedule. Yes, true. Other things we need to be able to do is we need to find ways to give the gift of your presence this year. Yes. So instead of focusing so much on, you know, gifts and and presents and what that means. Material things. Yeah, material things. You know, some of the things, ideas, some of the things that you can do is if you're going to spend money, you can purchase experiences. So we like to take people out. Um, instead of just, you know, buying gifts, we're big on that with other couples, you can purchase experience. Maybe purchase, and we like escape games, maybe purchase an escape game or, you know, something like that that you can do where it involves you spending time with other people. So that's one way that you can... intentional conversations with them. Yes. And, and, And that is big because I like doing that because it lets people know that we thought enough of you 
that we care enough about you to sit here and say, where are you? What's going on? Uh, we want to feed you naturally, but we want you to know, even mm-hmm. though we don't talk to you every day, every week, every month, we're here for you. And where are you going? And we want to see you get there safely. Mm-hmm. That is a gift to me within itself, but it's not physical. Mm-hmm. One of the other ways that you can give the gift of your presence is to just go unplugged. You just said something. You said that is a gift to you in itself. When is that intentional? You you love it. That is one thing. Like, I don't have to buy you anything for Christmas if I don't want to because I know what you love, you love when, if we're watching TV, for instance, if I don't have my laptop, if I don't have my phone, that is something that you love. That's the biggest gift I can give you is me, you know, not distracted, not multitasking, just really spending quality legend, time. All of me. And just really showing up <laughs> yes. and, you know, being present for the moments that we spend together. And so we do that. Like we'll make plans to, you know what, um, this evening we're going to really just do this or that. And when there's no phones, there's no whatever. One of the gifts we're giving ourselves is um, this Christmas is we are going on a trip. Um, it's a trip that was planned last year for the holidays, and it was, of course, had to be rescheduled. And what we've decided is this trip, we are going to be unplugged. And so we're going to give each other the gift of ourselves and just really like not having the distractions that we normally have, whether it's work or, you know, um, family, friends, uh, ministry, whatever it is, and that's going to be one of the gifts. I'm excited. We give ourselves quality time with each other, unplugged. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. So go unplugged, put your phone down. Um, that is something that you can really Especially give on, your, your loved on ones. on Christmas or, or, or whatever day you're celebrating or have family mm-hmm. and friends. You know, you you know, we see people where when you come in the house, you can believe they got a basket for all the phones or whatever. Maybe not so strict mm-hmm. as that, but have a thing where it is, if, but if, I realize if your now, family and friends is there, don't be talking to them exactly. while your your hands is in the well, phone. We did it for our wedding ceremony. We had an unplugged wedding ceremony, and not everyone complied. Um <laughs> but we 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 had a sign and it said, you know, go unplugged because you were invited for a reason. We really want your presence. And your full attention. We want your attention. We want you to enjoy and soak in this right. moment. And so that was the purpose behind it. I realize now that there are a lot of times, you know, we, we're doing things and I don't have pictures. And I'm like, I didn't take pictures. But it's because I was in the moment. Yeah. I wasn't worried about pictures. So... One other thing I would say that you could give, um, you can give someone with that's presence related is the gifts and talents that you have. Bless other people with that. We all know things. If you know how to bake the cake, you know, go to their house, show them how to bake this cake, spend time actually baking the cake. And you could do it through FaceTime or, or Zoom or that Google. That is so true. That, that's, a, again, it's recreating ourselves. It's so many ways we could still do certain. You could be in your kitchen, they could be at theirs, and you mm-hmm. could be doing things. Listen, Peter says silver and gold. I don't have that. He's but what like, I but have. Such as I have, I give to thee. So don't stress yourself out. Yeah. Don't be overwhelmed if you don't have a ton of money. Use your gifts and talents to bless and serve other people. And, and some of the things you're doing anyway. Somebody had asked you, ooh, how do you make these lamb chops? So how do you mm-hmm. do this? How do you do that? Take your time. Make an appointment and be like, you know what? I'm cooking this tonight. You get these ingredients. We'll do it together. Yes. You didn't physically give anything. 
but such I have, I, I give. And guess what? That outlasts whatever little gift you was going to oh, give yeah. them anyway, because now you've taught them something valuable. That they can, you, can repeat. Yes, and you've always said that people spend all this time and money buying these expensive toys for kids. Mostly it's things, your ego, that you think that they need to have. And a lot of times, the kids like the wrapping paper, or they like the box the toy came in, or they like the they $5 like the toy. the $5 gift. Yeah. That, they, the, the, the $200 gift they didn't stop playing with. They was excited, but the next day and the days that they playing with that five dollar gift. Exactly. So it shows you that that's not really the gift. The gift is in the time that you spend, that you invest. Like I said, if you teach someone how to make the lamb chops or the cake, that's something that stays with them. Yes. And so the main thing we have to realize this season is that, you know, the gift is your presence. Yes. That is the actual present that you're given. So take the time, you know, truly engage with the people that you love. Listen intently to them. Have those focused conversations, those intentional conversations that we talked about in the never-ending conversation episode. You know, ask questions, uh, uh, meaningful questions about what's going on with their lives. You know, really get to know them, see what, what they have going on, what they've been through this year, what they're excited about. What they're going through. Next year, what they're going through right now. Play games, you know, play, play family games. And then I have to add this because it wouldn't be me if I didn't. I saw a quote that said, give the gift of your absence to those who do not appreciate your presence. <laughs> like we're talking about being present for people and, you know, being intentional about that. If you have people in your life that don't appreciate it, give them the gift of your absence. Yes. Move on. That yeah. way you free up space so that you can gift those people that appreciate it with your presence. True. John 3.16, for God so loved Hiram that he gave him his only begotten son, that <laughs> if and when I believe in him, I should not perish but have eternal life. Now, I read that that way intentionally. Mm -hmm. It's how you read it for you. Yes. God gave the best gift ever. First, he gave all of us life. He created us in his image and after his likeness. And then he turned around and gave us his only begotten son that we may not perish and have eternal, everlasting life. I truly believe that. I truly believe that that the best gift I could have ever been given is life. And how I live that life is the way we go. We give because he gave. Mm -hmm. The greatest part of the gift was the presence. As we are out, buying presents, um, let's remember to be present and give presents. So we want to make sure during this holiday season that we have a balance of presents and presents. Exactly. Because we believe the greatest part of the gift was the presence of Christ. Yes. The fact that he was here, that he is here, that he dwells among us, and that he is still with us in the presence. We all have the opportunity to, to receive the gift of Christ. So as you go this holiday season, go live that life now. Happy holidays. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life, that transformed, heals, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. But no matter what, but you just keep winning.
I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live Live that that life life now. now.